You are gonna be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Thank you for joining us here on The Mom Show on MyTalk 107, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I am Ms. Shannon, your host. Quickly, I want to remind you what we do here on The Mom Show is that we make your life so much easier because we are a repository of momly information. All of those things you mean to Google and look for, look all that information up throughout the week. We streamline that whole process for you and give you some great information here. Thanks to our rotating panel of experts. And today is like our version of the Mom Show Avengers. We have <laughs> two of our amazing Mom Show experts that are here in the studio at the one time. I don't even think the roof can contain all of this. So first, from Health Foundation's Birth Centers, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass. Hello, Dr. Amy. Good morning. Hello. I'm very excited to see you. And we have all kinds of great things that are going on over at Health Foundation. So we're going to cover that. But you also brought in one of our other experts. And who's joining us as well? Cassandra from Clear Step Financials with us today. Yes. Good morning. We've got lots of great information to share this today about, you know, I have the health side. Cassandra has the wealth side. And really with women, and we thought it would be really important to be talking about the different ages, like in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. 60s, beyond, really looking and seeing what things you need to be focusing on or at least thinking about for health mm-hmm. and for your wealth, for planning for your future. So today is a great time for you to call in and be part of the Mom Show. The number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071 because you can get a twofer. You can get your questions <laughs> asked. Uh, you can ask your questions of Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass and also Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial. And I also think it's really interesting that we brought in these two topics and we're pairing them together, the concept of health and wealth. Because, Dr. Amy, I know we've talked about sometimes the way that stress can affect your health. Oh, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And I think, you know, I'm always about planning. Right. Or at least knowing what to expect Mm -hmm. or the right questions to ask. And I think for both Cassandra and I, that's really our goal when we're talking with women Mm -hmm. is really helping them prepare for what is ahead or knowing what questions to ask or having Mm -hmm. that knowledge so they feel like they don't have so much unknown and they don't rely on Google so much. Right. Right. Because we've known that a lot of people, and we brought this up on both, uh, with with both of you separately and now together, that Google sometimes gives you just enough information to be dangerous. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Or to get an ulcer. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because then you start thinking, oh my gosh, I have that, or I need that, or do I need that? Or is that me? Does that apply to me? (laughs) Right. And then you don't know what to think. Well, Dr. Amy and Cassandra, um, when we are building these these shows based upon basically decades and how you're grouping these together, Mm -hmm. how, um, you know, did you see that there was a lot of tie-ins where it's like, if you have some basic guidelines in planning your wealth, this will help you plan your health? I think, you know... Honestly, this, so I'm in my early 40s. I just had a birthday in February. Yes, congratulations. And I feel like I'm entering in a new stage of health for me. And it's really made me reevaluate as far as what would it would have been nice to know in my 20s, in my 30s, going into my 40s. Mm-hmm. And it's really opened my eyes to think, well, what do I need to na- now not only know in my 40s, but to thinking ahead to the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. And I think especially for healthcare, 
healthcare, you know, I see and I'm, I see my parents aging and I see my kids growing up and we talk about retirement mm-hmm. and a piece of that is always health-based, right? Health right. insurance. How are we going to afford? Mm-hmm. What if something happens where we need extra money? And so a piece of that planning and retirement planning for us and our family, for not only me or my parents or my kids is how are we going to be able to afford it? Mm-hmm. Right. And also I think, you know, when, as I was putting this together, it really made me think, okay, there's lots of things health wise and financial wise that we can do to kind of build that foundation in our 20s and our early 30s. So when we're moving into our late 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, that we, um, like I said, have that foundation, Mm -hmm. I think, really built. So you're not guessing, you're not worrying, you have a plan, you have a roadmap at least. Mm -hmm. And I think having that roadmap is super helpful. Because I'll be honest, in my 20s, I thought... I did. Sure. I kind of thought, sure. What supplement should I be taking? I want to get pregnant. So that preconception health was maybe on my mind, but it wasn't thinking like, oh, what do I really need to think about moving forward? Mm -hmm. It was so more in the moment. Right. Mm -hmm. And then thirties, I felt pretty overwhelmed as a new parent. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, that kind of sucks all the time. I don't know. I'm sure maybe Mm -hmm. you did too, Cassandra. Mm -hmm. You just, and you're still living more in that moment. Right. And you might be thinking about, you know, maybe your employer as a match for retirement or starting to think about these words like Roths or different ways to save money. But do you really know? I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people really know. Mm -hmm. And I think you're right, um, because especially because I'm a couple of years older than you. So I'm mid 40s now. And I had a birthday as well. And I was thinking about you, Dr. Amy, because I did go (laughs) and get all my lady bits checked out because that's what I do to celebrate (laughs) my birthday every year is that I'm one of those people that I stack them all up around my birthday so I don't forget. And I, you know, it's very, I find it very empowering to go and do that. And I think that that's, you know, more and more we are in that transitional phase because our kids are kind of old enough that yeah. they can occasionally feed themselves. You know, they can, yep. <laughs> you can put them in the bathroom and let them bathe themselves. They'll probably come out mostly clean. So you have a little more time <laughs> to think about what you should do next. And, you know, that's why, you know, again, I, I agree with you, Dr. Amy. I do have more time to talk to Cassandra at ClearStep Financial and go, okay, these are the things that have been on my mind for the last 10 years and I haven't done anything about them. I'm right. (laughs) So it makes a big difference. And I think sometimes it matters too. You know, I was trying to think of the foundations that my parents instilled in me. Right. And health and wealth wise, just kind of those basic things that carried me through. And then I thought, well, now that times have changed or things have changed a little bit or whatever that looks like, what in addition might be really helpful. So mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of laying some foundations and some um, a little bit of a path to say, hey, these are things to think about. We are also going to be hosting, Cassandra and I, a class on April 25th called Health and Wealth that will expand on all of these ideas and topics mm-hmm. as well. And so we really invite women to come. It's at Health Foundations Birth Center at 630. Um, it's a free event. And so come and learn more information to really kind of how to build your roadmap. It's going to be really fun. And and yeah. it, it will allow us, I know, too, to really dig in more to this topic. We can only get so far. But being able to show slides and pictures and charts and explain things a little bit more in detail take 
take live questions, yeah. be able to address people. I think I, I'm just excited. I'm really excited about this event. I know it'll be a lot of fun. And yeah, real quick, so. Dr. Amy, is that already on the Health Foundation's website, the information on that one? It is. You can find us um, on our Facebook page under okay. events. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a link that you can sign up because we do ask for the people RSVP so we can plan. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So yeah. make sure you get all that information. And speaking of questions, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to go to the phones here on The Mom Show. We always, always encourage our listeners to call and be a part of the mom show at 651-641-1071 that's 651-641-1071 on the phone right now we have pat pat thank you very much for calling do you have a question on housing as you age gracefully (laughs) trying um i'm i have to move to a one level home um fairly soon so i need to change housing and i'm wondering about um a co-op or a family living, something like that. Um, I'm kind of um, going to be having two joint surgeries, so I really need that one level. And um, and and then I have a medical question, but what do you think about uh, the co-op senior living alternative? I think, you know, I think there's lots of options, it seems like. I'm not super familiar with senior living. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is Dr. Amy. But I think that any time that you can live in community with others is a great idea. And I think there's lots of options out there these days with, it's not, um, it's not just a one size fits all. I really right. think mm-hmm. that there's lots of different apartments or, you know, it sounds like you might need a little extra help where it's not. Um, necessarily a care home, but somewhere that you can still have your own apartment, but still have that extra aid if you need to mm-hmm. for a short period of time. So, um, so I, yes, I think that's a great idea. And Pat, thanks for calling. So Dr. Amy and Cassandra, I do uh, find that it seems like when you're pairing that health and that financial piece together that mm-hmm. more people are looking for different options like Pat, where I have heard of other people in the community kind of moving in together and then they pool their resources to hire a caregiver that can help them kind of all out. Yes. And mm-hmm. they can still be on their own. Is that kind of what you meant, Pat? Well, uh, these um, these are kind of like the structured things, the co-ops and, and, the, uh, um, and the senior living, I think, um, so maybe you're you're thinking like independent uh, senior living, because then you'd have the social and um, but the co-op is kind of like a, you're sharing um, you get like a little piece of the um, facility like a little piece you buy into a little piece and then you pay a, um, a smaller rent amount like maybe so like maybe eight hundred or more. Um, a month for maintenance stuff, and then you do kind of do things to help the, the community, like how mm-hmm. you help that co-op. Senior living, yeah, both of them would have some structured social aspects, which would be good for me, too. I'm 68, by the way. Okay. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And Cassandra, as you are working with your clients, mm-hmm. are you seeing that come up more often when they're trying to figure out what's the right scenario for them as they move into their 60s and 70s? I think it can look different for everyone. I have some people that plan on staying in their home and making it more... Um, I guess, functional for them, whatever that looks like with their health situation. I have some people that want to downsize. I have some people that want to move completely away, right? (laughs) But now it's getting nice here in Minnesota, so maybe you want to stick around a little longer. But I think it looks different for everyone. And so if this is a good scenario for you, if it works, that's one of the things I don't know as much about the the co-op living either, but if it works for what you're looking for and mm-hmm. your budget and what you are and it fits those goals that you have, then it sounds like it could be a good scenario. Okay. 
Well, um, maybe I should move on to the medical question then. Um, I I go to doctors all the time. I'm almost like a frequent flyer. I go so often. And I see all these different specialists and stuff like that, but I don't seem to make too much progress in, <laughs> on any fronts. Just kind of maintain. Um, I've got lots of inflammation problems. Like I've got osteoarthritis in joints, and I need two joint replacements now at this point. I've got um, reflux um, that they tell me I have Barrett's uh, esophagus with that I'm controlling with Prilosec, and um, I think that's contributing a little bit to ongoing, a little bit of uh, asthma um, with the Barrett's and the reflux. So I'm trying some home remedies, like with um, besides the Barrett's, I'm trying to elevate the head of my bed at night and, um, and not eat three hours before I go to bed. Um, but I'm almost thinking I might need a bed uh, that comes up to, so it would be a little bit more stable. What I've got now is um, is just one of those pillows that's elevated, and uh, oh, my blood pressure's out of whack. It's, it just kind of seems like I can't make any progress on any any fronts. So you're not alone. I am alone. But no, we mean I'm just saying you're not alone <laughs> in the fact that there's. Lots of people in that boat. Yes. Unfortunately, that's what I really see in healthcare in general, um, where when people come in to see me, they are seeing probably several doctors. They're on several medications. And part of the problem is the two things that I see as an issue is um, the, the providers are not communicating. Correct. And so everybody has their specialty and their box or their window that they're evaluating you, and they're not really looking at that whole person. I understand that. They, they've almost got blinders on yes. so that they have one goal, and they're just looking at you from that one goal. Like, say, I see a sports medicine doctor, and he'll do, like, injections into my joints, but... He won't really explain my x-rays, and he really doesn't want me to think about a surgery option. Sure. And so, so I really think, you know, what I find my job being a lot of, and it's it's finding that right provider, right, is that can help you navigate and uh, put, synthesize really all the information um, in all of your health issues into one. And so... Um, Naturopathic doctors are great at doing that. Um, you know, you can come and see me. There's, there's the Minnesota Association of Naturopathic Physicians is a great way to find other naturopathic doctors because I find that's what we do a lot of. And I, I can't say, you know, it's super hard to find that in our conventional medical system because it's so compartmentalized right now. Mm-hmm. Well, Pat, thank you very much for calling. We'll make sure we get your information. Our producer will grab all that and then we'll have our experts follow up with you later. Is that okay? That would be wonderful. Thank you for thank, your help. Thank you very much for calling. We know, Bridget, you're on hold. We're going to come back to you as soon as we take this break. You're listening to The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. Today, the Avengers of The Mom Show are in studio. That's Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial and MomstalkMoney.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon in studio today, helping you not only with your health, but also with your wealth. Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth
Earth Center and Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com. Two very, very familiar voices, but I don't think that people are accustomed to hearing you guys together. So thank you very much for joining. And I'm glad that there's not like a little like thumb wrestling match going on between the two. Oh, no. <laughs> we had a fun time planning for this. Yeah. So, yeah. And you actually have another event that's coming up again on April 25th mm-hmm. where people are going to be able to get uh, kind of a twofer as well. That's and that's coming up again. And so, yeah. Dr. Amy, what are we going to do again on the 25th? So it's going to be Cassandra and I, and we're mm-hmm. going to be talking really about what we're talking about today, but on a much more expanded. Because mm-hmm. here we you know, have some limited time so we can start as a preview of some of these topics of health and wealth through the decades. Mm-hmm. Um, and really helping you have that roadmap of things to plan for, think about know about Mm -hmm. right and so we encourage you to go to the health foundations uh, health foundations birth center uh, facebook page and get all the information about that event on the 25th and are we going to throw that up on momstalkmoney.com as well uh, yeah, I'll have Cassandra. to check. Actually, I don't know if it's on there now, but I'll make sure it gets on there if All it's right. not. We'll mm-hmm. check that as well in the break. So easy for you to find this event. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great time for you to come there and get some questions answered. And that really just help people in the long run where there's lots of times where you go, I don't even know where to start. So this is a great opportunity for you to go and dive in and find out how you can get a lot of these questions answered. So we encourage you to do that. And uh, speaking of questions, ladies, we do have another phone caller. Right. So Bridget, thank you very much for waiting on hold. You know, it was quite the little journey there. But Bridget, you have a question for Dr. Amy from Health Foundations? Yeah, I actually wanted to touch on something that you guys mentioned earlier. So I am in my mid-20s, and um, I wanted to ask, you know, what are good vitamins and supplements to be taking now that can benefit me 10, 15, 20 years from now as I get older? Great. That's a really great transition. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, so, you know, I think that's a great start off just talking about your 20s in general. But I think for supplements, you know, I always recommend um, a really food-based good multivitamin um, because, you know, we may or may not be getting everything that we need in our mm-hmm. diets. Mm-hmm. And it really, you know, I always think of our 20s as building good health habits. So it's taking, like you said, good supplements, foods, hydration, but a multivitamin, fish oils. So I really like the Nordic Naturals brands. They're very clean because with fish oils, you have to do worry about heavy metals. Right. Um, Thinking about calcium actually as women. So we'll be talking about calcium specifically as you get into your 30s and 40s, but it's never too early to start in your 20s um, to really protect your bone health. Um, what about our favorite protein powder? Because I have some today, so I, I, I yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite. I give it, you know, and you suggested this one to me to Dr. Amy, and I just adore it. Yeah, and so you can be supplementing, you know, some protein powder in your diet as part of that good dietary habits. Um, you know, sometimes we talk about probiotics because we mm-hmm. want to really protect our gut health. That that's really the basis of our immune system. Um, so really thinking about those basics and then vitamin D, okay. especially living here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, maintenance is about 5,000 IUs a day. And so if you're taking a 5,000 IU vitamin D pill on top of whatever's in your multivitamin, it's completely fine. And you'll read tons of different information online where it's 400 IUs or 800 or 900. That's just not adequate uh, for women. And it's not a way to increase your vitamin D levels. I highly encourage women to even get their vitamin D levels checked on an annual basis. You know, I always say I'm outside a lot, but I also wear sunscreen. I put on clothes. I wear hats, you know, so our skin's not always exposed to, to that sunlight. And so that's where our body makes that vitamin D. 
Um, so really making sure we supplement with that because it helps with our good bone health. It helps with mood, weight, you know, it, this whole list of health benefits, inflammation for vitamin D. So not, not discounting that. Excellent. Thank that, you so much. Yeah. I was taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. I was too. <laughs> Thanks, Bridget. And make sure you follow up with Health Foundations. You can get them on their website, health-foundations.com, because they always are open to asking, mm-hmm. uh, answering more questions yeah. if you follow up with them later. Yeah, and we are going to be start doing little videos about things specifically like this. Um, so it, it starts answering a lot of the questions women have that are really great information, Um but are, are easy to access and short, so it's not something that you have to watch like a half an hour. Well, so Dr. who has that time? And Dr. Amy, we were talking about things basically, based, you know, things that you should do when you're in your 20s and your 30s. So that was good timing for Bridget to call in. So is there anything else that, you know, you for sure wish you had told your 20-year-old self that she should be working on health-wise <laughs> right now? Well, you know, this is when we start getting in our relationship with food because we're often on our own in a different way. And so really starting to make those good food choices, staying hydrated. I mean, you say these things and you think, oh, my gosh, Amy, that's that's really the basics. But it is the basics. Um, and it's something that people often aren't paying attention to Um and that start getting them into trouble if you don't have that foundation. Mm-hmm. But if there's one thing and everybody's mm-hmm. going to laugh at what this is. It's start wearing eye cream. Oh, <laughs> good point. You're right. I did not do any of that in my 20s. And so, now I'm like clamoring for what's the new hotness in eye creams. Mm-hmm. I really think my mom did me such a service um, in my teens that she helped me really establish a good skincare routine. And it's followed me throughout my life. Um, and Whatever that looks like, you know, I, that's something I even love talking to women about because I love when they feel good about themselves, then everything else seems to fall into place just a little bit easier, a little bit better. But that skincare routine and never forgetting the eye cream because you're not seeing wrinkles in your 20s. Right. But you're building the habit and it just really helps preserve mm-hmm. as you move into your 30s and we start seeing that first sign of aging. <laughs> all of your lovely eyes <laughs> and that's one of the things that you're like where did these old eyes come from and why uh-huh. are they staring back at me in the mirror I get uh-huh. it I get it well we are covering things that you should do we're building your health and your wealth courtesy of Dr. Amy Johnson Grass and Cassandra Brazier from Clearstep Financial so when we get back Cassandra do you want to tell us some tips on what you should do in your 20s and 30s regarding your wealth oh I have a whole bunch get all your right. pens and paper ready <laughs> alright we'll be right back we're also willing to take your questions here on the mom show the number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. Also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon in studio today imparting knowledge about health and wealth. We have Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundations Birth Center and Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial. And again, you guys have a great opportunity for people to see you team up in person. Mm-hmm. Coming on April 25th, they're going to be able to check you out. Over talking about the expanded version of today's show, Health mm-hmm. and Wealth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over at Health foundation's birth center yeah mm-hmm. please join us six thirty. i think um women will really just gather a lot of super helpful information mm-hmm. regardless of your age um, and we're really going to span all of the decades so mm-hmm. if you're in your 20s and 30s bring your mom along if you're yeah. in your 50s and 60s bring your daughter along bring a girlfriend <laughs> bring your neighbor it'll Perfect. be really good for women i really think it'll good. be fantastic and mm-hmm. i do find when i'm talking to my girlfriends that sometimes they go i wish somebody would have would 
approach me from a position of empowerment and give me this information <laughs> instead of going, don't worry about it. Somebody else will decide for you. So that's great that you guys are arming people with this information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Cassandra, when we went to break, we were giving some information. We already covered up some some general information that if you could talk to 20 year old you and early 30s year old you, mm-hmm. I know you're not that old. So early 20, <laughs> early 30 years old you, we had that health version from mm-hmm. Dr. Amy. So Cassandra, financially, where should we be and what should we be thinking about in our 20s and 30s? It's such such a great time to to be thinking about your finances because if you can get yourself off to a really great start, it can take so much less effort to get to your retirement goals if the, the sooner you start because it's really the time value of money that it has in in investments and being able to compound that really makes a big difference. I mean, when you compound, you know, a hundred dollars, it's it doubles to two hundred, right? But when you compound a hundred thousand dollars, it doubles to two hundred thousand, right. and then it really gets momentum going. So the sooner you can start, the better. So in your twenties, a lot of people, whether they went to college or not, they kind of go into their twenties. Sometimes they've got a good solid foundation, and they don't have any debt. Sometimes people have debt in their twenties, so that's sometimes things that people are working on, trying to shift some of their habits and things. Sometimes we kind of hit the ground running and just. You know, we learn by mistakes, right? Right. Sometimes some of us, not all of us. But if you're someone that that that's how you've kind of started out, that's okay. What I would say is stop for a second, start by tracking, look at what's coming in for your finances, what's going out, kind of what are your core expenses. Hopefully there's some left over at the end of the month, but just taking time to sit down and look at where everything's going can just be a really good exercise. And this goes across the board for people, not just necessarily in your 20s. It can be a really good exercise. And Cassandra, that's probably a companion piece to what Dr. Amy said before you went to break about. You create your relationship with food in your Mm -hmm. 20s and 30s, and you probably create a very similar concept with the way that you manage your money in your 20s and 30s. So do you want to create this foundation where where you aren't afraid of looking at the mail and looking at your your mm-hmm. your bank accounts and all these things because you think that it's always something negative? Or do you start this foundation of, I have a healthy relationship with my wealth as much as my health? Right. And a lot of it is our upbringing, too, because like Dr. Amy was saying with how her mom kind of helped her with some of her um, you know, habits and good health habits. That's sometimes how too our parents can be very influential or other people in our lives can be very influential on how we view and our relationship on money. Whatever it was though, I want people to know that good or bad, you can change it in your 20, you know, at any point in time, you can change how you're handling money. So if, if you're in a place where you're not happy with how you've handled money, you can change it. It just has to be a deliberate and concerted effort, right? And you have to get in some different habits if you want to see some different results. So in your 20s, you track your expenses any, any, anywhere you are, but build up an emergency fund if you don't have that yet, because not a lot of people starting out in their 20s have kind of that cushion. Right. So it's good to start building that if you can. Build it up in your savings. Um, and online savings can be great. I know a lot of times if you're in your 20s, you're very comfortable with doing things online. So that can be a good place to... <laughs> get a little bit higher interest. You can usually get at least about 2% in an online savings versus in, at a bank. And so um, that's a good thing. If you're working and you have a 401k, put in at least up to your match. That's just a good rule of thumb. If you can save more than that and get up to like saving 10% of what you're making, that's fantastic. If they have a Roth component, that could be a good thing to look at too inside your 401k. And so it's good to know too, you can put all, all everything you're contributing can go into your Roth and you'll still get matched. So some, I had some confusion with some people asking about that, but you don't have to put into your traditional bucket typically to get that match in your, in your account. So anyway, there's a lot of different things you can do there. Um, 
It's hard to get into all this stuff. (laughs) And I think I remember in my 20s, I was in grad school. We didn't Mm -hmm. have a lot of money, but I still wanted to try and put a little bit of savings aside. Mm -hmm. Right. But everything that you hear, I'm glad to hear that savings accounts or savings online are maybe a good option. Mm -hmm. But I had the impression that well, that's kind of a silly place to put your money because it won't grow. Mm -hmm. But then where do you put it? So I started Mm -hmm. Googling or whatever the equivalent (laughs) of Googling was at that time, picking up books. But I thought it was so confusing. And I think everyone has this expectation of, unless I can put this big amount of money away every Mm -hmm. month, it's not worth it. And Mm -hmm. I think that is so far from the truth, Right. right? Right, just start with something. If you can do $50 a month and do your savings account. Yeah, start something. Even if you can't put it up to your match in your 401k, do something and just start working towards it. And I think um, my frustration in my 20s was, gosh, that just doesn't seem enough. (laughs) Right. But then when you Mm -hmm. really think about it and when I look back, if somebody would have just said, and I know Cassandra tells me all the time, Amy, just be patient. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you got to let things grow. (laughs) If somebody would have been there reminding me, I think in my 20s saying, you just got to be patient, just Mm -hmm. put it away, have faith. Mm -hmm. It'll be okay. That um, that would have been much more beneficial Mm -hmm. than I feel like the hodgepodge job I did instead. (laughs) It was a very hodgepodge. So Dr. Amy, you just mentioned some things that Cassandra's always telling you. Is she uh, always uh, telling you about life insurance as well? (laughs) (laughs) That that is our favorite conversation that Cassandra likes to have with me is about my life insurance. insurance. Yeah, exactly. You know, I didn't start thinking about life insurance seriously until I had kids. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, that is something I did start asking lots more questions about, Mm -hmm. um, making sure that, sure, if something, I guess, happened to one of us, either my husband or I, that we were covered, but really Mm -hmm. it ended up being what happens if something happens to both of us. Right. Or, you know, I don't know. It seems like what a, what a horrible thought, right? (laughs) But regardless, it wasn't, I have to be honest, it wasn't until I started having kids that I started, Mm -hmm. you know. It's not until really I started having kids that I started thinking about a lot of this stuff. Let's <laughs> yeah, just be enough. honest. Yeah. And so it doesn't seem like it applies as much, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And you're healthy and you're making it day by day and you've got generally, you know, a job that you may I guess you may or may not like. But in mm-hmm. your 20s, it's it's I felt like more living in that moment mm-hmm. and maybe some sort of a focus on either school or career or job or mm-hmm. whatever. That, what that next step forward. The journey of, is exciting, right? Yeah. You're on some kind of a journey wherever you're heading. And it's kind of exciting a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably hard to project when you're in your 20s and 30s. I'm trying to think it's hard to project what the end of that journey, what the tail end of that journey looks like, you know? So I don't, I don't even remember. It's not like I was avoiding the thought process. It just wasn't something that would occur to me on a daily basis. Like if somebody, you know, cause I had a, a, a more standard job back then. And I remember getting the life insurance and the term, this and the light, <laughs> the, the stuff about long-term care and re and, and go, seeing the words, and having them float directly out of my head. Because I'm like, yeah. that doesn't apply to me. I don't need that. <laughs> right. And I think, you yeah. know, too, if you were thinking more immediate, I think with um, for both of us, you know, in your 20s, you're often going to start planning for a family at some point. Mm-hmm. And I think that the one thing that I've seen families wish they would have known more is how to save money. Mm-hmm. 
for those life events of having children because yeah. it's expensive. Um, insurance has changed over the years. And so there's a much higher out of pocket expense. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, even if you're looking for short term goals and you're thinking of planning that family, how to save money or mm-hmm. where to put it for, to help plan for, you know, that even just more immediate time in yep. life. And that's one of the things. So one of the pieces, cause that's a good question too, because if, if you've got something that comes up now, a baby doesn't just come up, right? You've got a little bit of a, <laughs> for some of us, it kind of yeah, does. Well, it may just come up, but it doesn't just appear. Okay, right? Fair enough. So yes. we'll say that you have yeah. a little bit of time to, to figure some things out, but um, it could be an engagement. It could be buying your first house. There's all these expenses yeah. that a lot of times people do see in their twenties. And, and what's good to have is you don't want to necessarily, you don't want to exhaust your emergency fund for those events. Cause then you have nothing as a cushion. If something happens, cause emergencies are going to keep happening after you have a baby. True. Let's be honest. True. So More you want to, so. yeah, exactly. Right. All of a sudden they, they're exponential, but th- you want to have what we, what we would call a midterm account, something that is separate from your savings, separate from your retirement, because that's the other thing. If you dip into your retirement, for some of those things early on too. Anytime you dip into your retirement, it has it can have catastrophic impacts on the future of how that money will look, right? So if you can have an account that's really for pulling it out at some point before retirement that you've put money into, it's it's an amazing thing. It gives you a really solid foundation. So that's one of those things that when I sit down with people, we look at where can we put, you know, you have some money that's somewhere that's not in your savings, that's not retirement money, that's accessible to you, that you have, that you can yeah. take out if you need to. Well, you're listening to The Mom Show. On the show today, we have not only Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center, also Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com. We've been talking about health and wealth, but we started with what was going on in your 20s and your 30s. So as we're looking at our health and our wealth in our 30, our 40s and our 50s, Dr. Amy, where do I even start? You know? Yeah. So I really want to just put out there for women because I think this is something partly it's because of a little bit of the time of life that I am in. And it just has reminded me how little as women that we talk about what's coming health wise. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've noticed and that I've heard a lot more about and that I'm talking a lot more about is this idea of perimenopause. Oh, yes. Okay. And I know all of you women in your late 30s and 40s are saying, are thinking, oh, that's not me because I'm not, I'm not old enough yet. It's you. (laughs) I know when Dr. Amy mentioned that to me, she said, your late 30s. I thought, what? (laughs) Nobody thinks about it. And so it can start as late, as early as 37-ish. But perimenopause, you know, this is a, it's a journey. It can be anywhere, you know, five, seven plus years. And so... You can start in your late 30s, but it might not start till, you know, generally I would say it was early 40s. Right. And then up through maybe your, um, as you're entering 50 and then you're entering more menopause, late, late 40s, early 50s. But perimenopause is another huge transition for women that I think would be really helpful to know about before mm. You're in the midst of it and you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and I am, uh, that is a perfect place for us to take a pause because we do have to go to break. And, and, and personally, as a person that's in the middle of that right now, I want to delay it out for me, Dr. Amy. You got so your pen I'm, ready? I'm ready. I'm ready for that. <laughs> Hopefully you're ready as well. We're going to come back on The Mom Show with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Mom Show on My Talk 1071 and also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. If we moved too quickly for you this morning, don't worry, there will be a podcastable version mm-hmm. of this this edition of the Mom Show and all of our former episodes. You could find them at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword Mom Show in studio today, Dr. Amy Johnson Grass from Health Foundations Birth Center, also Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial. And I'm sorry I had to cut you off when That's we went fine. to break, Dr. Amy, because you were talking about something. And of course, (laughs) (laughs) you made it sound so lovely. And for a lot of us, it just causes panic. I don't think it's well. (laughs) You made it sound like Mary Poppins land. It was so beautiful. I, I hope I can make perimenopause for women yes. like Mary Poppins. Oh you that know, would be great. Because I know that I must be in the midst of it, but I don't know what the things around me that are happening that indicate that I'm in the midst of it. Exactly. Because <laughs> okay. you know what? Women don't... No one has told me about perimenopause, right. and I'm kind of mm-hmm. a little angry about it. Fair enough. <laughs> Who do we blame? Who can we blame? Because here's the first like foray I had into is I remember last year when I went in to see my particular gynecologist, and I had to real talk get my my particular IUD replaced. And she goes, "Well, this will get you all the way to menopause." I was like, oh, "How could you just drop that on me like that?" It's I had huge even- devastation. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? So that means that I am in the midst of the Perry land and did not know that. <laughs> and so, what do I do? They didn't tell is, you? No. <laughs> and this is the thing I hear from women. I am not that old, Amy. And I said, I know you're not. That's the thing. That's why none of us know what's happening to us. And sure, I went through med school and I knew all this was coming in my intellectual brain. Right. But this is me we're talking about. Not, you know, anyways, but so this whole perimenopause thing, I think, catches women by surprise. And I think they are feeling in the midst of feeling a little crazy. Right. And not really knowing what's going on. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Because you might feel a little depressed. You might feel a little anxious. And I think our society as a whole already feels that way. Mm-hmm. But you start feeling forgetful. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. I started having conversations with my husband about I was worried. And I hear this from a lot of women. Now I'm reading a lot of articles and they're like, <laughs> I'm worried that I'm getting Alzheimer's. <laughs> I think I need this early onset. Right. Because. You start forgetting things that are like I could look at Cassandra and think, oh, my gosh, what's her name? Right. Oh. And but I talk to Cassandra, you know, mm-hmm. fairly frequently. She's a part of my life. And all of these things that you think you should be remembering mm. and all of a sudden they're little and they're subtle. Hmm. And my husband just looks at me and she's like, he's like, I just think you're a little stressed and tired, honey. And I'm like, no, it's different. (laughs) (laughs) It's different. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, there's a memory component. There's a fatigue component. Mm. And which is funny because you might feel really fatigued, but then you also might be not sleeping. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think um, when people think of aging, at least I used to think, well, it's because um, I always think of older people not sleeping. Right. Mm. But actually, I'm in my 40s and I'm not sleeping. Exactly. And, um, and so there's this, this weird balance of not being able to sleep at night, but being really tired Mm -hmm. and that, you know, comes along with a whole bunch of emotional things as well. Some women might notice every, you know, everybody says menopause and the first thing you say is, oh my gosh, where's the hot flashes? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you may or may not notice things like that, but it's, it's other, these other subtle things, Mm. you know, um, you might everybody's like, I'm feeling like I'm gaining weight and yes. I'm not changing anything. Mm. And there's I this- took every test. I'm like, this has got to be my thyroid. And my doctor's like, no, 
40, <laughs> she's like, you're 45. <laughs> and I was like, darn it. Oh. I wanted to blame it on something other than I I'm know. just old and my metabolism is different. But I think a lot of women in this age range, they will. They'll come in and they'll say, what is it? My thyroid mm-hmm. is what else is going on with me and my what health? What can I fix? <laughs> yes. What can I do? What can right. I take? You mean I have to exercise more and eat less? Are yes. you kidding me? Right. <laughs> I already thought I was living on diet pills and wine. I already had. (laughs) (laughs) But there's this term that I've heard that I think is kind of funny, but not really called menopot. Okay. Where we start getting that little bit more belly fat. Right. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Cassandra's looking at Amy and I like, why are you? Cassandra, at least we're warning you. Oh. Nobody like Dr. Amy Ladies, and I are like I am not that far behind. I that's the point is at least now you have a couple of years to sit there and go, "Oh, that's what that is." Instead of us sitting here and going, "How come I just forgot my best friend's name when I looked at her and called her oh. Sally?" And you're like, "Oh, it's it's <laughs> this happens to everybody." So, you know, this uh last fall with my daughter, you know, she's entering this puberty phase. So, I feel like we're going through these hormonal phases oh together. Oh. You know, you know, I wonder if that's why teenagers if if moms and daughters are kind of going through that same hormonal shift together if that's why teenagem is so difficult Mm -hmm. anyways we did this powerful puberty class to help her you know start learning about the transition into puberty we are going to be you know i am hosting a powerful perimenopause this fall in october oh Mm -hmm. remind me i saw that that. yeah i saw that so and now we know you're gonna have to remind me three or four times because i'll probably forget so (laughs) make sure i put it in my phone and hopefully there's not a release of a new movie that weekend (laughs) that's an action film priorities (laughs) priorities for miss shannon but i think that that's also a good um transition into if we're already forgetting things and and in the midst of you know that whole perimenopausal wrote how does that affect your finances like it's hard enough to keep track of all of these things on a day-to-day basis and now dr amy mm-hmm. just you know told me that my brain is going to be fuzzy right how do i come to you cassandra and help get back on track well i think there there can be a lot of empowerment when you're doing something about things right so if your finances are a stress in some way which they can be um, I know, you know, many people have experienced financial stress on some level. So if you can meet with somebody and have them help you kind of through at least that piece of your life, I think that can at least maybe alleviate some of the stress in that area of your life. If you can be talking to someone like Dr. Amy about your health con- you know, concerns. I was going to ask you, too. So I know Health Foundations is mostly referred to as a birth center, but you do a lot of women's health, right? Yes. So yep. what are some of the things that a woman could come to Health Foundations who's not having a baby, but what could you help them with? So all of these things, right? In their 20s, you know, we can start with just even your paps, mm-hmm. breast exams, really start talking about that foundation of health, getting you ready for pregnancy, that preconception phase. 30s, you know, you're generally in, you know, career, mom phase, something. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in our 30s, we don't think about this is the time when like bone loss is more Mm. than we're actually building. You know, all of these little things that women may may not know about that we can help you prepare for, Mm -hmm. that you don't have to fill in the blanks that often conventional providers may or may not talk with you about. Right. We kind of have a much more comprehensive picture you know, forties transitioning into that perimenopause into menopause. There's that word again. <laughs> yeah, and thinking about you know um, how to make that happen s- smoothly. 
And so there's lots of, you know, really all of your women's health needs we can help you with. And I think, you know, in a different way, because we spend lots more time with you, your appointments Mm. are 30 to 60 minutes. It gives you an opportunity to ask questions for us to do really a full comprehensive look, not just, Mm. oh, you came in because you're tired. We're just going to look at just fatigue or, you know, kind of that compartmentalization we were talking about Mm -hmm. with our earlier caller. We really try and look more at that whole picture. And I think that's key because that's one of the things we talk about too on the financial side. You can't just address one or two areas. You've got to look at that whole picture. And that's why we have people in the mortgage side that work with us that we can communicate with. We have people on the estate planning side and the tax planning. I mean, You've got to be looking at the whole picture with people, just like with the health side. It's not just one area. Everything impacts everything else in that spectrum. Well, I think it's also, you know, and we're going to have to wrap up very soon. And I'm sorry that we had to go so quick. There's so many, so much information. We barely got to scratch the surface. I am very happy that you guys are going to be teaming up and people can come see you in person. Mm -hmm. Um, But as we start to wrap up, we do have a little bit of time. Just we started with uh, a caller who was in her 60s. -hmm. So is there anything that for sure we should flash forward to make sure that you are taking care of this? And here's the question you should ask your provider. Well, you know, (laughs) Oh, it's so much. It's really that coordination of care. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, especially when you are in your 60s and beyond, I sometimes think it's always helpful to have somebody with you, a second pair of ears, a second Mm. pair of ears. Okay. But also an advocate. Mm. You know, I can't tell you enough when I'm working with um, older women who are having several health issues how helpful it is to have that other person with you and then um, make sure have somebody you can talk to about the basics. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, diet, because it can be very different at different stages of age, hydration, supplements, looking at all your meds and making sure that they're not interacting with each other. Cause that's the number one thing I see is providers are not communicating. They don't know what their patients are on all their medications and sometimes they're interacting with each other, causing additional symptoms. And so it's really not being afraid to ask those questions and maybe ask them over and over and over. Okay. Interesting. And Cassandra, what should we, you know, what, what could we flash forward oh to, to what might be causing us a panic? Well, I'm, usually it's, I'm going to retire, right? <laughs> right? And and so many people that's, that can be such a scary feeling because they've always relied on their own income coming from their career, their job. And so all of a sudden that's going to go away and they're going to start relying on their own investments and their social security and, and a pension maybe. So it's a big transition for people. So there's a lot of handholding during that time and it's a lot of planning. If you can start that planning process before 60, that's great because you can plan ahead and get some things in place so that you know, we can look at income planning. We can look at when are you going to draw from this? Where is this going to come from? Look at the full picture like we talked about. But once you hit 60, most people retire between 60 and 70 at some point. Not everybody, yeah. but that's the vast majority do. And so you got to look at Social Security strategies. What's going to make sense for that? Medicare is at 65, right? So there's all these different moving parts. There's the mo- You need the most time and attention in your 60s for your 
wealth. And just to, <laughs> just to sum up, it sounds like a great thing to do is remember it's okay to ask questions mm-hmm. and it's okay to have a team and find yes. somebody that can help you. Because mm-hmm. so, you don't know all of this. You have to find no. other people that can help you through this journey. And you have a great event that's coming up on April 25th. You guys can make sure that you help them on the road to all of these. So mm-hmm. regardless if they're in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or 60s, they can come see you on April 25th. That Absolutely. information again is at health-foundations.com and you can go and find it on the Health Foundations Birth Center's Facebook page. So thank you, ladies, and I look forward to seeing you on the 25th.